so I'm going to try to Lord be with me <laughs> with, us. with us with us so anybody tuning in um, hello Tandy you can go ahead and share it on your page if you can and I'm going to try to work with it for what I have and where I'm at um, so whoever's with us welcome to Capturing Self um, it's about taking an opportunity um, to take control of your own life um, regardless of the different things that you have been through and so today to start off my Breaking Every Chain series I have Chandy Ray, Coach Chandy Ray, Chandy Ray with me um, to share some of her story with us and to really help us break some chains today so welcome Chandy first Sorry. Thank you. So sorry for the technical difficulties, but God is gonna make a way. He's gonna make this happen. Um, okay. Starting off first, uh, for people that do not know you, um, can you just give a ba- just a basic background of yourself and what you do? Okay. So um, my name is Coach Chandy Ray. First of all, I am an image consultant. So I've been a beauty professional for over twenty years, and um, now I have added other things so I am dedicated to um, helping people be authentic from the inside out and live their best life Um, and I do that because um, I'm sure we'll get into that but I have um, become a certified life coach throughout this time of being you know a beauty professional um, quite naturally because I have clients that sit in my chair I'm coaching all the time, so I became certified. I became an international speaker, an author, and all those different uh, platforms. I help people live their best life, and the way that you do that is by going from pain to purpose. And once you get through that pain and you tap into your purpose, then you start living your best life. So that's what I help people to do, and um, I do it through various things, conferences, events, workshops, Okay, thank you for sharing that background. And so, the reason why I had uh, Chandy on here first is because um, I've seen on Facebook, I've never been posted, and I've been posted with um, story of conferences. And that's when I first started following her. Her. Do you hear me? It's there, it was muffled. I'm sorry. Okay, so I first started following Chandy. Um, about two or three years ago when you first did your first conference um, because at first I was hashtagging um, I have a story or you know it's time to tell my story and for some reason it just came up that you had this conference so that's how I started following her um, and I found it very interesting um, how you were using your story to help other people and can you explain to us how important that is for you to kind of you know capture like your life and tell your story to other people yeah, so I think that it's important that you tell your story um, to other people um, because your story could very well be the lifeline for somebody who is on the verge of giving up. And there could be pieces of your story that are similar to someone else's and the fact that they see that you have overcome certain things can give them hope. So I believe in sharing your story. And a lot of people are very private and they don't believe in, you know, telling their business. But, you know, I say all things with wisdom. God will give you 
you know, certain platforms to tell it on. Sometimes it's in front of a lot of people and sometimes it's just in a one-on-one encounter. But that is um, what I believe. I believe that you should always have some sort of transparency in telling your story to somebody so that people can see that, you know, really the power of God and what he has brought you from. Okay. Yeah, which is a good point that you say that um, because... When you were, some of the things that I have heard uh, from your story kind of stood out to me because I had some similar things um, take place. Um, And for those who do not know, um, I have a podcast going on where you can listen to um, the story. On Caption Yourself, you can listen to more of my story. But um, just hearing you and the things that you have done to connect yourself with your purpose, um, I know many times I always share with people, um, use your pain as your way out and don't use that to... Um, lock you in or lock you in to any situation because it's up to you as far as your perspective and taking control of your life to um, get that and I feel like everything that you offer as far as you know the vantage boards um, if you want to uh, tell us more about that you offer that that opportunity to kind of figure out the root of the problem and you know start taking control of your life and you want to tell me more about the vantage board yeah yes um I started Vantage Board back in 2016. I think it became like something that I was doing as far as events in 2017. So Vantage Board um, is a God-given workshop that literally helped me change my life, save some lives. Um, I've had the, the opportunity to travel all around the world, the country, to do Vantage Board. And Vantage Board is the very first step that you take before you do your vision board. Um, and so what I found is that a lot of times people are very excited about doing vision boards because, you know, they want certain things, you know, in their lives, be it materialistic things or just things that are just self-fulfilling. And uh, a lot of times it's hard to get to the point where your vi- your, vi- your vision board is actually comes um, to fruition because you have a lot of inside work that needs to be done. So what what happens during a vantage board, either a one-on-one session um, or a event, a workshop, what happens is is I help people um, uproot limiting beliefs and I help them to remove barriers to self-discover. They will find it themselves. So it's a self-guided discovery exercise and they find the barriers and they start working on them things and then they are able to get to the place where their vision can actually grow from a clear place so that's what vantage board is all about okay so what at what point did you realize that it was a point it was important for you to tell your story like what point in your life did you say you know what i don't want to keep my story to myself anymore um the world needs to know and i'm going to do it so, you know, for me, my story, um, I don't, I didn't really get into it yet on this podcast, but some people know it, some people don't. I was a teen mom, so that's my story. Uh, I was a teen mom at an early age, and it wasn't by choice, so I was raped. By the time I was 16, I had been raped twice, um, had a baby, I mean, had an abortion first, and then had a baby, and so... Um, the reason I felt it was important to finally tell my story had everything to do with judgment, first and foremost. Um, in the beginning, people would see me with my child and they would judge me, 
you know, oh, you a fast girl, you this, you that. And so when people judge me, it made me say, I got to tell people what really happened so they can stop thinking that I was this fast girl, you know. Mm-hmm. Even into being an adult, I had adult friends that would just joke about it and say, girl, ain't nobody raped you. And it's like, wow, oh, wow. I got my story. So it started off as judgment, wanting to tell it, but then the the... The other part, once I got over that issue with being judged, one day I was in my salon and I had a client, and I tell this story often because it is so, it touches me and it was so powerful. I had a, a client to sit in my chair and I did her hair, and I don't know, it was like my first time really telling somebody about my story. And I talked to her and told her how I had gone through um, wanting to commit suicide and actually attempting to commit suicide and how I was unsuccessful and how I was so happy that it didn't happen because uh-uh, turn that light back on because I'm doing an interview and how happy I was because I'm still living here and my life is great so she, after I finished doing her hair and everything, she says to me I just want to tell you thank you for sharing your story because I came in here today to get my hair done because I was going to leave a letter to my family after committing suicide. She said, today was the day, and girl, I get teary-eyed. I'm such a... Right, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. That story is, it has to be about 17 years old, but when I tell you, it still touches my heart to this day, because that's, that's when I learned how powerful my story was and how much it was connected to someone else's lifeline. She told me that because I shared with her the fact that I was going to kill myself and it didn't work and I was happy I was still here, that she she decided she wasn't going to kill herself that day. So that, that right there, that touched me. And from that point on, I was like, oh, no. I'm going to continue to tell my story. So that's why it's important that you tell your story. Your story is the lifeline to someone else's life. And I'm glad that you mentioned that um, about it being the lifeline to someone else's life because I think people miss the purpose of telling the story because it's not, even though internally, um, initially, um, when you start telling your story, it does kind of help and and, um, heal some things within you, but... I honestly feel like the true healing becomes when when you can you can deliver someone else from their situation, and people don't understand the impact of what they may think as a, a little story or you know nothing major, how big it can impact someone else's life. Um, and so, because I went through that phase where I'm like, I didn't go through enough. I didn't do this. My story's not big as someone else's or things like that. But not knowing that everybody's story, everybody's purpose. Sometimes it, it starts from the things that you go through, and that's and your purpose starts from the pain that you endured. Um, but you have to take control of it, and so that's what capturing self is all about. It's about taking control of that, taking back control of your life, not allowing anyone to tell your story for you. Don't let no one write your story for you. You take control of it and be in control of what. Um, takes place um so many times um the reason why i'm saying this is because i often say people may not know that has followed the podcast is you have to know your life own your life and control your life and you basically did all three of those you know you understood um you started to understand the things that you you know were going through you understood where you wanted to go and you didn't let people dictate who you are and where you were going 
Um, and you took control of it in order to live your best life and great life. Um, so I'm thankful for you as well for sharing that story. And it made me kind of like, like, let me come out of my shell. Let me come out of you know, my comfort zone and be vulnerable, as you said, with my story. Um, and so that's what Catching Self is all about. By starting first with that story in order to, um, sorry, it's cutting out, in order to live your best life. Um, yeah. Is there anything else? Is there a quote that may have stood out to you, like during this journey or growing up, that you that you stood by or that stood out to you? Well, it wasn't necessarily a quote that I stood by throughout my journey. It's something that I learned later on in life because I wasn't even in an environment where I even had people that shared quotes or that I even sought it out myself it wasn't until I became an adult that I actually got into you know finding quotes as you know things that uh, affirm me or inspired me and so um there's a quote that I learned a few years back that I have really stood on um and it is a, actually an African proverb and I may misquote it somewhat but I'm gonna give y'all you know the the bottom line gist of it and it basically says when there is no enemy within the enemy without can do you no harm and that is something I would say over and over and over again when there is no enemy within the enemy without can do you no harm and that spoke me so deep because what I realized is that once I am secure with myself my identity and who I am and I am I'm no longer fighting myself internally. When I have peace of mind with who I am, no matter who is outside me or, you know, putting yourself as my enemy, I can't see them in that light. That doesn't, it, it doesn't exist to me because internally, I'm good. Internally, I'm not fighting myself. So as long as I'm not fighting myself and there's no enemy within the, the outside world doesn't even exist, so that that really helps me. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good one. Yeah, when you think about it, it's a, it makes it you realize that sometimes you got to check the inner you and ignore ignore the outside. So you know, check the inner you before you get the you know taking in all the noise from the outside. Um, and which is a good one because a lot of times I know even me or other people they get to distracted about who they are and where they should be going or what they should be doing because they listen to the noise of other people um, about who they are or how their life's supposed to be or how their life happened um, and stuff like that. And so the other thing I would want to say is that what you what you were saying with, you know, telling your story and um, a lot of people I try to get them to understand is when you tell your story, um, you have to, before you start telling your story, you have to understand that the things that happened to you weren't meant to hurt you or um, it, wasn't, it wasn't meant to take you out, if that's a better way to put it. It wasn't meant to take you out. And so it's about how you look at it to get through it. And then once you change your perspective on it, you see how much light that you have to share with the world. And so so this message of um, this first episode of Breaking Every Chain is first, figure out, sit down with yourself and really look at your story look at the mark you want to leave on the world um look at how you want to be projected look at um you know a lot of people worry about 
oh, when I'm gone, I'm going to have X, Y, and Z. But what story do you want to leave behind? Don't let anybody um, write that story for you. Um, create your own legacy. And be great at it because there's a lot of people that have these just powerful stories, but they're hiding behind it because they're ashamed and stuff like that. And so with this first episode um, with you, Shandy, I wanted you to make it, you know, plain to them that don't be afraid to tell your story and step out because there's um, some doors that you can open up and healing that you can do for other people. I mean, there's one more thing for I want to ramble on that I wanted you to expand on a little bit. Um, I can't quote it all the way, but there was a post that you made here recently that stood out to me. Like, I instantly was like, oh, well, she is talking to me. Like, did she take those words right out of my mouth? And I had to say it, and you were just talking about basically how um, you, your feelings used to get hurt about um, the way you love people and not receiving that same love in return. Um what 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 was sticking out to you when you wrote that or what or can you elaborate more on that for me yeah i can so that particular post uh sums up um my life from childhood all the way into being an adult you know till you know recent things and um the one thing i said it was it just was a hard pill to swallow but it was necessary to get it down, right? And the thing that I was talking about is that my feelings used to get so hurt when I would love as, as, as hard as I could love. And it, it doesn't have to do with romantic relationships, but just relationships. If, if you was my sister and I said you was my sister and I loved you, I, I meant that. You was my brother, my cousin, whoever you were to me, family, and I said I loved you and I was there for you and I did the best that I could do. Not saying there's no fault on my end or any of it, but if I felt that I gave the best of myself to people, I would expect it back. And that's just something that I've always thought. I expect it back. Well, then you have to also think about we were all raised differently. And so where I was raised in a very loving environment, I was raised to consider others. I was raised to treat people as I want them to treat me. You know, I, I had, you know, a lot of different moral um, teaching that I grew up with. And then quite naturally, I have my own personality. I'm just a, a giver. I'm a lover. You know, I'm, I'm compassionate. But what I didn't understand is that Chandy, everybody is not like you. And just because you decide you want to be a friend to somebody, you want to give your all, or just because you decide you want to love and share and, and be understanding and be available to people, you can't expect other people to do that for you. You have to do those things that you are, are doing naturally because it's just a part of who you are. You can't do it just expecting for other people to reciprocate it because sometimes people don't have the capacity to do those things they don't know it number one or either they know how to do it but they don't choose you to do it for and so in that particular you know those different experiences i felt like okay so i can make a choice in this situation i can keep having my heart broke and be upset about how people don't do me the way i want them to do me or i can say you know what I'm going to have to remove myself from this situation because I can't keep getting hurt unless I, I allow it. And so that that was kind of what that post was about. It was like just taking uh, understanding, not pushing it, not pushing nothing on nobody else, really dealing with me and 
that has been really something that I've been growing into. I've stopped applying what they did to me. They did this to me. They did this to me. Why they did this to me? Why me? Why? No. You have a choice that you want to allow people in or you not. So once I recognize that you're that type of person, and I don't want to be around that type of person, I'm not going to keep offering and being available to you. No, we we going to have to sever this relationship and go our separate ways. I love you over here. You love me over there. And we just stay focused on what we're doing. But I ain't got time to play no blame games. If things don't work, things don't work. But life goes on. And we have a choice as people to either be broke up, get our feelings hurt, or recognize let people be who they are. And carry on. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. And so, in this interest, you said that too about playing the blame game, and that's what helped me too. When I started looking at me instead of blaming other people, the way I felt, the way I felt growing up, or the way I felt about different things in life, instead of me blaming them and kind of looking back at how I reacted to certain things and the reason why I was doing certain things. A lot of things became more clear. I had better relationships uh, with certain people in my family um, because of it. Not to say that everything is all just and cream, but I'm able to deal with stuff different mm-hmm. and to accept certain things that, you know, I wasn't trying to hear before. Um, so thank you so much. Um, is there anything else you want to share with uh, everyone that's watching about um, telling your story or capturing your best self or your best life? You know what? I, I do. Um, and I think this is so important. One of the, the lessons that I learned that I feel is so valuable and that is understanding and knowing that you are in charge of your own happiness. Period. Um, Tell me your story, definitely. Always tell your story where you see it's needed and, and it and it would be fitting for someone else to really, you know, to impact somebody else. Um, but aside of telling your story, to go through life and live your best life, truly live your best life, you really, it cannot be contingent upon what somebody does for you, how somebody else acknowledges you. You know what I mean? Living my best life has been based off of how I love me and how I make me happy. And sometimes making you happy can mean making necessary moves to make sure that you continue to be happy. Stop putting that responsibility on other people. This is your life and you have to find your happiness within yourself. That's true. So on that note, she said you got to find the happiness within you. Don't blame it on anybody else. It's up to you to take control of your life. Um, So thank you again, Chandy, for tuning in. This is our first interview on Capturing Self, um, Breaking Every Chain series. Um, Sorry for any mix-up, but we here, we did it, and God made a way. So thank you. And so, again, as I say all the time for Capturing Self is know your life, own your life, and control your life because at the end of the day, it's your story. Thank you.